The Daily Rios, episode 343 for Wednesday, August 17th, 2016. New Comics Wednesday. And we're going to start off with one that uh, could very well be very close to my heart, uh, certainly close to uh, another passion of mine. It is called Backstagers, number one, I believe it's a miniseries of six, from Boom Studios, by writer James Tinian IV, who writes The Woods from Boom Studios, and also was one of the writers on Batman Eternal, and artist Ryan Sig, S-Y-G-H, and apparently James Tinian, when he was in school, used to be a part of the school shows. Uh, he used to be on the stage crew, the people that worked backstage um, from the actual production. And he decided to write a story about a boy who transfers to a private all-boys school, performing arts school, who then joins the stage crew and apparently along the way discovers that there's a door that leads to different worlds. And apparently all the stagehands already knew about it. So the blurb is, all the world's a stage, but what happens behind the curtain is pure magic. Now, I'm a big theater guy. Uh, I worked on stage crew, well, I was a stage manager in college, and I, I did a couple shows professionally. Um, did I ever really work stage crew? I'm sure I have along the way. But this is something that, uh, you know, I thought, okay, I have to read this. I mean, it's about comics and theater, and or it's a, it's a comic about theater, so I really need to check it out. One of the variants is by Bridget Underwood, and it's a, a variant cover designed to look like a Broadway playbill, like a Broadway program. And it's an homage of uh, the logo that they use for the musical Hamilton. So I don't know if I can get my hand on hands on that one, but um, uh, I thought, you know what, I'm going to read this. And the other thing that's kind of cool and a little bit weird, the school that the boy transfers to is called St. Genesius Preparatory High School Theater. And Genesius Theater is one of the theaters that, uh, one of the community theaters that I grew up in uh, back in Reading, Pennsylvania. And it was the one that I worked the most at. And it's the one that, um, you know, I probably look back fondly on. So St. Genesius is the patron, patron saint of uh, theater and the arts. So that kind of makes sense that the school is named that. And then so was my community theater. So this whole thing is screaming, read me, read me. And that's what I will do. Uh, also out this week, uh, you know, August 17th, as I record this today, the first Wonder Woman by Perez trade that DC is putting out yet again, $24.99 collecting the first 14 issues by George Perez, Greg Potter, and Len Wein. Uh, and this is a new trade paperback series that they are doing. In the past, they did do four softcover trades that took the collections up to issue 24, but the first two apparently are hard to find. And then they did an omnibus uh, that collected 25 issues, but that's 75 bucks. And then they did that hardcover Gods and Mortals. Uh, it was the Warner Home Video Edition that included the animated movie, but that only collects the first seven issues, and that's $26.99. 
So I'm looking forward to this new collection, even though I have the issues. This is the post-crisis Wonder Woman. This takes place after Crisis and right around the time of Legends, which was her first appearance. So you are getting in on the ground floor of Wonder Woman post-crisis within the DC Universe. And it's kind of weird because she's not one of the earliest superheroes um, in the post-crisis history. Uh, what else happens in these 14 issues? Um, she battles Ares for the first six. She sets up a home base in Boston. Uh, there's a new cheetah. Uh, the Millennium storyline crosses over into this. We have the four-issue Challenge of the Gods that wraps up the, the last four issues of this trade. And we get a lot of Amazonian history and Greek mythology and Greek gods, and it's awesome. There is some speculation that some of the first six issues and her battle against Ares could be what the movie is based on, but uh, that I do not know. All right, then there's a book called Is This Tomorrow? It's from Canton Street Press. It's $8.99, and it's drawn by Charles Schultz, who is, you know, the Charles, Charles Schultz of Peanuts, right? So this is a propaganda book, and it was originally published during the Cold War, and it had this blur it has this blurb on the front page and it says is this tomorrow is published for the one purpose to make you think to make you more alert to the menace of communism today there are approximately 85,000 official members of the communist party in the united states the there are hundreds of additional members whose names are not carried on the party rolls because acting as disciplined fifth columnists of the Kremlin, they have wormed their way into key position, key positions in government offices, trade unions, and other positions of public trust. Uh, this is basically just how to spot the commies, <laughs> um, and it's being reproduced here for the first time. They're saying in seventy years. So I just thought that was a, you know. We all know Charles from Peanuts, but here's something that is completely different from all of that and also skewing into something very political. So obviously there's going to be links in the show notes, but, you know, check that one out. Next up, we have the final volume of the Amelia Cole series, Amelia Cole versus the End of Everything from IDW and Monkey Brain Comics by Adam Nave, DJ Kirkbride, and artist Nick Brokenshire. And the reason I've been following this, although I haven't read any of it, is because Brokenshire uh, was actually a contestant in one of the co contests that we did on CGS with uh, Freddie Williams III. And um, I can't remember if he won or if he was a runner-up, but um, he, he had great he had a great submission. So uh, to see him on a book is, uh, you know, no surprise. And here we are at the final volume. I believe it's the fifth volume. Uh, and it's about a, a girl caught between the worlds of magic and tech. So uh, that final volume is out today. We have from Comic Mix, uh, the Hotspur trade paperback by John Ostrander, uh, Ben Dunn, Romeo Tangle, and also Timothy Truman and Carl Waller. This was a, a miniseries from Eclipse back in the day. Uh, it's 15 bucks. It hasn't been reprinted in a long, probably, oh, it says here for the first time, the three-issue miniseries. And it also has something to do 
sort of, with acting. Uh, it says, this is the tale of Joseph Quist, a hotshot actor, master of stage combat, and ladies' man. He, uh, he is quite possibly the biggest actor in Cincinnati, starring in a play he wrote bearing his, bearing his own nickname, Hotspur. But Joseph has a wider audience than Cincinnati's theater crowd. Somewhere there is a wizard in need of a hero, and suddenly Joseph finds himself in a strange place, where women try desperately to find a man who isn't impotent, and men resent anyone who isn't. Thrust in, into what will surely be his greatest role, Hotspur must now survive long enough to find the wizard who brought him to this strange world and save it. Uh, you know, I don't know what to expect from reading that. kind of puts me in mind of that DC graphic novel called Me and Joe Priest, where, you know, it's, it's a post-apocalyptic story, and there's this priest going around to all the young women, giving them confessions, quote-unquote confessions. But what he's actually doing is uh, spreading his seed, shall we say, um, and repopulating the, the world because babies uh, could no longer be born. Everybody was impotent. So that kind of reminds me of this. I don't think John Ostrander wrote that, though. Um, I think it was James. Let me look it up real quick. Uh, it was a DC, one of those square-bound um, <clears throat> DC graphic novels um, that uh, you know that the Hunger Games was. And um, let's see. Oh, Greg Potter. There you go. That's who it was. Speaking of the Wonder Woman stuff, right? He wrote some of the the Wonder Woman um, trade that's coming out by Perez. Just trying to see who the artist is. Uh, Ron Randall. Well, there you go. Uh, yeah, cool. So yeah, that kind of reminds me of that. All right, uh, next up we have a couple of DC Rebirth issues. In case you don't didn't know, coming out uh, today we have Batgirl, Birds of Prey number one, Suicide Squad number one, and the Supergirl Rebirth issue. And I'm going to go dig into Comixology now because they have a couple of sales that you should know about. First of all, the Jeff Lemire sale. So they have the Teen Titans Earth One uh, Volume One story for only six bucks digitally. And then they have his entire Superboy series, which was only about 11 issues, uh, that ran prior to Flashpoint, all for 99 cents. And they, that, they're all great. I, I really dug what he did on that series. And then they have a sale called the IDW Crossover Sale. These are all the various licensed properties that, uh, you know, that they have put out in comic book form. So you have the Super Secret Crisis War, which is all of the uh, Cartoon Network characters, I think, or Nickelodeon or something like that, all crossing Dexter's Laboratory and um, Samurai Jack and, and all of those, crossing over into a Crisis spoof. We have Star Trek Green Lantern, either the trade paperback or the issues, all running cheaply. We have Star Trek Planet of the Apes, Tom Scioli's G.I. Joe Transformers, and the one that I wanted to mention, uh, in case you wanted something really cool to read, Star Trek and Legion of Superheroes. So uh, that sale, I don't know how long these sales are, so you know, go check them out quickly. Uh, so there you go. Those are my recommendations today for New Comics Wednesday. This has been the Daily Rios episode 343. Let me know what you're reading and we'll talk to you soon.